Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ken Shreve here with a look at the market for Wednesday, April 19th, where we did see the NASDAQ rally off its lows as investors continue to digest some pretty big earnings reports. Yes, indeed. We'll take a look at uh, two earnings movers uh, today. A uh, good day for healthcare stocks overall, partly due to a pretty good earnings report from Intuitive Surgical, ISRG, uh, in the financial sector. A big gain for Western Alliance, uh, also on uh, strong results. And finally, we'll uh, go back into that enterprise software group and take a look at HubSpot, H-U-B-S. That we will. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ here finishing in the green ever so slightly, fractionally higher on the day, but uh, reversing off of those lows. The S&P 500 was essentially flat for the day, just a fraction lower. The Dow uh, lower by about two-tenths of a percent, and the Russell 2000 up by about one-tenth of a percent. So overall, some pretty quiet action still. We saw a downside reversal yesterday a little upside reversal today, but overall some pretty narrow closes. If you look at the last one, two, three, four, five sessions, uh, the, the spread there of the closes is really tight, Ken. Yeah, and uh, like I said in the notes, uh, fourth time in five trading sessions that the NASDAQ uh, kind of rallied off lows. Buyers came in and uh, lifted uh, the index off lows. So that's uh, that, that's compelling. And uh, I have to tell you, since we saw that, uh, you know, the uh, the follow through day for the uh, S&P 500 and the NASDAQ uh, back on March 29th, uh, I think the stock market bulls are, uh, you know, feeling pretty good about the price and volume action that they're seeing in, in the market here. So uh, indexes are just kind of abiding time. Uh, it's always good to see. I mean, that NASDAQ was down almost uh, almost eight-tenths of one percent uh, today. So there were some uh, buyers in there uh, today. And uh, I think this uptrend is still uh, looking pretty good. Uh, seen volume dry up and a lot of uh, growth stocks, many moving in, in light volume. But uh, overall, uh, I think there are reasons to feel good about this uptrend. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a look at the S&P 500 because it seems like the action here has been even quieter. Yeah, just kind of holding uh, holding firm right at the uh, just above the uh, the ten day moving average. And uh, again, if the S and P just wants to drift uh, drift lower in, in in light volume here, that uh, would be a perfectly uh, good thing uh, in terms of uh, the market uh, market technicals here. So, uh, like the setup in the Nasdaq Composite, S and P five hundred looks uh, looks pretty good as well as it uh, holds above short term support levels. And uh, you know the, the the question is, is it going to be able to punch through this forty two hundred level that uh, left side high of 41.95 is, uh, you know, still a, still a ceiling to, to watch. But uh, if we get a heavy volume uh, move over this 4,200 level, uh, that would, uh, you know, bode pretty well for this uh, nascent uptrend. Okay. And we'll also take a look at the Dow and the Russell here, quieting right around this 34,000 mark, which is a key level to watch. A lot of trading action has taken place there, but still, an uptrend that is very much intact. And the Russell 2000 here is IWM, definitely the laggard here, still has a lot of ground to make up, but it has been forming a trading range of its own. And so it seems like, Ken, the next step would be to see it really punch above these uh, highs here that we've seen over the last couple of weeks here to try to 
make more of a dent in that sharp sell-off that we saw in early March. Yeah, this uh, this uh, ETF, the IWM, has come so far off its highs. Uh, this is an example of what you know overhead supply is going to look like when the IWM tries to, to work its way higher, maybe cross this 180 level. You can see these uh, moving averages are nearly converged uh, just above uh, 180. So uh, IWM could face uh, some selling pressure as if it continues to, to rally that 180 uh, level, maybe just a little bit above that uh, could be some resistance. But I'll tell you, I'm really just kind of focusing on the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 yeah. in terms of, uh, you know, these are these are the leading indexes right now. And the Dow uh, also not too bad. It was lagging not that not long ago. But mm-hmm. IWM, small caps, uh, kind of lagging the market, but lots of uh, good action in the, in the NASDAQ and S&P 500. That there is. Although if we look underneath the surface, uh, still seeing a lagging nature to the equal weighted S&P 500 RSP ETF here, not breaking down by any means, just, you know, slowly moving up in the last couple of days. But if you compare to the S&P 500, this equal weighted ETF is well off of its highs, but we're just continuing to monitor uh, what we're seeing underneath the surface in terms of market breadth. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, again, the breadth, uh, breadth on the NYSE has probably been a little better than on the NASDAQ in, in recent weeks. But uh, I think this equal weighted S&P 500, I mean, this is a market cap weighted uh, index, the S&P 500 is. So when you have a, an equal weighting here, it kind of gives you a better idea of what's going on underneath the surface. And you can see RSP here is still battling at this uh, 50-day moving average. You have the S&P 500 up near highs, maybe ready to try for an upside uh, breakout. A uh, completely different story for RS, uh, RSP here. Mm-hmm. And one more ETF to look at before we move on, and that is XLV. This is the healthcare sector ETF up by about three-tenths of a percent today. We saw a strong move uh, starting in late March through the first half of the month or so, and then a pretty orderly pullback that we're seeing. So do you think that we're uh, primed to see healthcare stocks make a next leg higher? You know, I think so. When you look at all the the top gainers in the MarketSmith uh, Growth 250, a lot of them were in the uh, in the healthcare space. Uh, also mentioned that we had uh, a lot of health insurers uh, sell off today. Uh, ELV, uh, UNH. So it wasn't all uh, all. Mm-hmm all fun in the in the healthcare sector uh, today. The managed care firms, the health insurers really got uh, got hit hard uh, due to kind of weak earnings from Elevance. But overall, the sector is uh, is looking pretty good. And this XLV ETF here, kind of a little low volume pullback to the 10-day moving average. Nice rally off lows. Uh, I think it makes sense to at least have some healthcare exposure at this, at this point. All right. And now, uh, speaking of the medical sector. Here's a medical sector stock that's looking great. Maybe this could be a way to add exposure to that theme, Ken, with Intuitive Surgical breaking out on earnings today in strong volume, the the strongest upside volume in quite a while. This is not the uh, the growth story that it once was, but uh, it has a market cap of over a hundred billion. So it's sort of become a mature uh, company. But you can see revenue growth uh, accelerated nicely from uh, Q4 up fourteen uh, percent to just under one point seven billion. Their procedure growth uh, up 
uh, up 26 percent. That's uh, above their you know long term average. So uh, you know people looked at that, and then um, they forecast full year procedure growth this year of 18 to 21 percent. This is a, a key metric because uh, you know they they're still selling these row uh, the Da Vinci machines, but they're also making a lot of money in accessories and instruments. So the more procedures that they're doing, uh, the more it drives uh, revenue for instruments and accessories. Uh, that was up 22 percent in the latest quarter. So lots of good metrics here. Uh, like I said, it's um, it's become a mature company, so you're not going to see a, a company, you know, growing 25, 30, 40 percent, uh, but still a compelling uh, growth story here for a mega cap stock and a, a nice response to earnings uh, mm -hmm. today. So maybe we get some sideways uh, movement here, see if it uh, can hold on to these yeah. gains and uh, maybe get a new entry. That would be ideal. And now let's take a look at ticker WAL. This is Western Alliance Bancorp up 24% on its earnings report, trying to make a dent in the waterfall declines from early March. And it's, it's trying to do that here today. So maybe a little bit of relief for investors when it comes to these regional banks. Yeah, earnings uh, missed, but this was a nice uh, revenue increase up uh, 54%. Uh, you can see there to about $911 million. Uh, the, a lot of tre trepidation going into earnings, uh, financial earnings season last week, but you know, JP Morgan and the Dow had a really nice uh, earnings report uh, that is st still holding gains well. So earnings reports uh, so far in the financial sector have been, uh, you know, pretty, pretty decent. And WAL, again, uh, you're trying to catch a stock on sale here and it has come down, you know, corrected more well over 50% after hitting that high of uh, 81 recently. So uh, again, similar to Intuitive Surgical, this uh, stock that, you know, really showed strong buying demand throughout the day. So so uh, rather than chase it up here, just kind of watch for some sideways uh, movement and uh, maybe you'll get a chance uh, to own some of these uh, financials that have been uh, beaten up. But definitely a nice, strong accumulation day for WAL. Right. So even if this isn't uh, presenting a traditional entry by IBD standards, does it at least bode well for the financial sector and, and therefore market as a whole if, you know, at least we're not seeing... 24% gap downs for these regional banks on earnings. I think that would really spook the market. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the uh, a lot of talk uh, recently in these uh, bank earnings reports that we've seen in recent days, people are looking at deposits and deposits at Western Alliance in Q1. They were down uh, about 11 percent uh, to 47.6 billion, uh, but they said the first two weeks of uh, of, uh, of April they uh, saw two billion in, uh, in new deposits. So I think the market kind of took that and and ran with it. But uh, more uncertainty starting to kind of move away from the financial sector here, and you know to see WA. AL uh, responding like it did. And I mentioned JP Morgan, which is uh, continues to trade really, really nice after that uh, nice earnings report last mm -hmm. week, holding gains, nice gap above the 50 day moving average, uh, starting to see a little more clarity in the, in the financial sector. doesn't mean we're through um, all of the potential negative headlines, but um, starting to, to like the price and volume trends and a lot of stocks in this sector. We'll take it. And let's wrap things up with a look at HubSpot and the enterprise software group got earnings in three weeks. So as it sets up around a potential entry and finds support at the 21 day line, theoretically enough time to get a profit cushion before the results hit.
Yeah, still seeing good action in the enterprise software group. And uh, HubSpot has just really had a hard time getting going because like a lot of other growth stocks, volume has just uh, completely dried up here. You can see several higher volume gains, but it's really tough to see volume uh, kind of coming above average uh, for several weeks in this stock. Uh, nonetheless, it's still kind of sitting in a buy zone here. This recent high of 431, uh, you know, we'll be watching this because we have it on the leaderboard watch list. And maybe if it can move above this uh, recent high of 431 and maybe just get some expanding volume, um, mm-hmm. that would be a, a nice, uh, nice entry. But that recent high, like I said, of 431 looks, uh, you know, looks like a legitimate uh, uh, pivot here. So uh, still in buy range from that prior entry, but, um, you know, holding gains well and just kind of waiting for volume to, to come in here. To, to make a to hopefully make a sustained move. All right. Well, thanks for that, Ken. And thanks, everyone, so much for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IEBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IEBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.